You are listening to episode 72 of the Welcome to the Juggle podcast with Liz Heron. This is Welcome to the Juggle, the podcast for women who have a lot of balls in the air. I'm your host, Liz Heron, and I created this podcast to provide you with real world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can juggle it all with ease and less effort while having more fun and making sure you don't drop the most important ball yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, jugglers. I am your host, Liz Heron. And today I am talking about something that if you follow me on Instagram or listen to the podcast, you've heard me talk about in some form or of another, one form or another. Um, <laughs> and that is about the four things you should have on your calendar each week, right? So I've talked about how you should have you time which is time that's dedicated just for you, that things that light you up and fill you up. Fun time, something to look forward to each week. Done time, which is the time of day that you're done working and that you're turning your brain off for that. And then the final thing is a cancellation. Something you said yes to that you wanted to say no to or um, something you can delegate to other people. Today, I'm gonna talk about done time and what to do when done time comes around. Because one of the things that has come up when I talk about this is people aren't sure kind of what to do. Okay. Done time comes around and then what? Because for the last 18 months or so, right, our, our routines have shifted our, maybe our commutes went away, right? There's just like a difference of, um, just the difference in our routine. And also it's really hard when we're working from home and the kids are doing schooling from home. Some people still are doing schooling from home. It's really difficult to kind of divide your time and to, and to really separate that out and really be done at your done time. So today I wanted to walk through eight ways for you to transition at done time. So you know, I always talk about like when done time comes and, and setting an alarm, right? Really being mindful of the time that you're setting and that you're saying that you're done with work. So today I want to talk about how did, what happens when that alarm goes off, when it's time to be done, what do you do? And, um, hopefully you can find something in here that works for you. I want you to feel free to try one, try all of them, mix and match, really make it personal to you. So you'll kind of see as I'm talking about these, how they all kind of go together and that you could kind of stack them to create your own done time routine. So let's get into it, shall we? Uh, <laughs> I will say this before we start. This is like the third time that I've recorded this podcast. Um, I have been having technical difficulties like crazy and it's been making me a little crazy. So we're going to do this. It looks like it's recording. Um, you know, fingers crossed. I know Mercury's in retrograde and all that nonsense, but um, we're gonna we're gonna do this. All right, so let's jump into it. Why do you even need a done time routine? Well, our brains and bodies need a signal that we're done with something. So if you don't have, don't send your brain that signal. Don't tell your body that we're done with something. It's just gonna keep obsessing about it. So if, let's say, for example, you have an issue at work, there's a problem that you're trying to solve at work, done time comes, the alarm comes, and you don't really have a, a routine in place, a transition routine in place. What's going to happen is that your brain's going to continue to obsess about that problem because it's going to think that it still has to. It's not realizing that like that part of the day is over. 
So you need to tell your brain and your body that we're moving on. We're doing something else. We're transitioning. And so that's why having this routine is so, so important. We used to have commutes, right? We used to have this kind of built-in transition time with a lot of people working from home or even doing these hybrids. It's that, that commute is gone. That transition time is gone. And so we have to find another way to let our bodies and our brains know that we're moving from work to, you know, play or to rest time. And so let's talk about ways to do that. So number one is to close the door. If you have a separate office or a workspace, closing the door is a powerful way to signal that the work is done for the day, right? We're just leaving it behind. (laughs) We're done with it. If you don't have a door, maybe there's a way that you can create a partition for your workspace, right? Like one of those like um, room partitions or like folding screens or something that kind of like closes that area, that work area off from your, from your site and from your brain, right? It's that whole idea out of sight, out of mind, right? Keeping it where you're not constantly looking at it and obsessing over it is really going to help your brain understand that like we're done with that. Another way that you can kind of, you know, add on to, to your downtime routine or something that you can add to it is to take a walk. So we talked earlier about commutes being non-existent, but these incredible ways to transition. And so while the upside of working from home can be that you don't have a commute, the downside is you don't have a commute and you don't have that built-in transition. So when you're working from home, when you're done with work, commute around the block to help your mind and body transition to the next part of your day. This is particularly helpful if you don't have a separate office at home. So if there's no door that you can close, take yourself for a walk. Give yourself that, that commute. And maybe it's something where that's where you, how you start your day too. That could be something where you leave the house, you take a walk around the block, that's your commute to work. And now you're in work mode. And at the end of the day, when you hit done time, you take another walk around the block. That was your commute. And you've transitioned to rest time, to evening time, to done time. <laughs> um, my sister did this. I remember, I think it was early in the pandemic. I don't know if they kept it up, but she, you know, her kids were really missing that routine of going to school. And so what she would do is in the morning before school started, she would load them into the car. They would drive around the block a couple of times and then they'd come back and park in the driveway and that's it. School had started, right? And it's this great way, again, to just kind of create a signal for your brain and for your body that you're moving on, that you're into, that you're moving into a different time. Another great way to transition is to take a shower. So I know a woman who takes a shower at 5 p.m. every day to help wash off the day and prepare for the evening. And her kids know that this is her time. Her partner knows this is her time. Like, it's just one of those things that they understand. Like, this is a signal not just for her, but for her entire family that work is done. And that we're, gonna, we're transitioning into this different part of the day, right? This dinner part, this, this rest part, this family time. And I love this because there's also something very... Um, I don't know if the word symbolic or something about this idea that you're just washing all that stuff off of you. You're washing the stress off of you. You're washing the, the, just the day off of you, right? There's really something about that, about just washing it, go all down the drain. (laughs) It's not your problem anymore. (laughs) And the beauty of this and what I love about the, the friend of mine who does this is that it's also a great way to model to your children and to your family, how to take care of yourself and how to 
you know, really transition and prioritize your mental and physical health every day, even if it's a small way, right? It's not that big a deal taking a shower, but it's, it's a huge shift for your brain. Another one, and this again goes, is something that could kind of piggyback on the last one is to change your clothes. Growing up, I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but growing up, we had school clothes and we had play clothes, right? So school clothes were the nicer clothes <laughs> and play clothes were basically anything that once they got a rip in it or had a stain on it, that became play clothes um, or like after school clothes. And what would, we would do is we would go to school and we'd come home and then you would change into your after school or play clothes and then you'd go outside and play. And again, really powerful way to signal to your brain and to your body that you're go- you're moving into a different activity, moving into a different, you know, part of your day. And you can do this at home, right? Whether or not you take a shower or go for a walk, whatever, changing your clothes at the end of the day, taking off the work clothes and putting on something comfy and cozy, right? I'm a big, big fan of comfy pants, (laughs) comfy pants and a cozy sweater. Um, You might also like, again, does this work if you are already working in sweatpants or comfy pants? I mean, maybe you could change into new ones, (laughs) right? Um, but for me, like this is a huge one too. So I know in the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, even now with working from home, there are some days where like, I don't get dressed for work and I totally feel the difference. And so there's something about getting dressed for work. And then at the end of the day, taking off the work clothes and putting on the comfy pants that feels really, um, liberating. And it just feels like a giant exhale. Like, oh, now I'm in my comfy pants. (laughs) Okay. The next one is a dance break. I love a good five minute desk dance party just to kind of shake out the, whatever it is that you've kind of got, like just kind of release that stress in your body. This could be something where at the end of the day, you pop on your favorite song and just dance it out, right? You hit play and for five minutes, you just go crazy. There's something about the rhythm and the movement that again, is going to signal to your brain and body that you're done with the stress. You're done with the work. There's all these studies that are done that talk about like how rhythm and, and movement, especially rhythmic movement is beneficial to your brain. And it helps to, it helps your brain understand that it's safe. So if you think about like, you know, a mother rocking you, um, how we bounce babies, right? These sort of like rhythm, rhythmic movements signal to our brain that we're safe and that it's okay. And so dancing also does that. It's just kind of incredible. So it could be something where like, maybe you don't feel like dancing, but maybe giving yourself a little bit of a sway or something, some sort of like rhythm, rhythmic movement is really, really helpful. The next thing, I think we're on number six, is to wash your face. I shared this a couple of weeks ago on um, Instagram and I was washing my face at like 3 p.m., <laughs> And doing my nighttime routine at 3 p.m. because I was done for the day in so much as I wasn't going to be on camera and I didn't have, you know, I wasn't leaving the house. It was just one of those things where I was like, all right, I'm done for the day. I'm not, there's nothing I'm recording. And I just did my nighttime skincare routine then, right? Like who says you have to wait until bedtime to do your skincare routine? You can do it at done time. And that's sending a message again that you are, you know, that your work mask is off. You're rinsing that off. Whatever kind of face you had to put on, for work, wash it off, right? Let that be a signal that you are done with that. You get to be your fresh faced self. 
for the rest of the evening, the rest of the day. Uh, number seven is to change locations. So earlier I talked about going for a walk or closing the door. If you can't go for a walk, if you can't close the door, there's still ways for you to change locations that will give you the benefit of doing those things and to help, again, signaling to your brain that we're moving away from where the work is done. It could be something like, um, so I grew up in in New York and we always had like fire escapes or um, stoops, right? The front, the front steps or the stoops. So maybe you have a balcony or a patio that you could just go and sit on for a little bit. Um, if you're working from home and let's say you live in like, a, you know, a smaller apartment, a studio apartment, going from wherever you do your work. So let's say it's the kitchen table, closing the laptop, closing down, and then going to the couch, right? Or let's say you're working on the couch, closing that out, going to the kitchen, right? Really, and doing something in the kitchen, giving yourself that change of location is really a, a, a it really is the, one of the most powerful ways to help signal to your brain that done time is here. The last one is to tell your brain and body that you're done, like out loud, to just say the words. And that is going to be the fastest way to let your mind and body know that you're done for the day. You're telling them, you're saying the words out loud. I am done for today. I am done with this for today. And after you say that, take three deep breaths and really feel it. Really feel that in your, in your bones. I am done for today. Just let it go. Okay. Now there is something about all of these things that you have to do after. So no matter which one of these you pick, no matter which, how you stack them and which ones you decide to kind of try, there's something you have to do after you do these. And it sounds simple, but it may not be easy, which is you have to stop working. (laughs) You can't have the alarm for done time go off. You can't hit your done time. Do one of these, do one, two, three, eight of these things, and then continue to check your work email or continue to respond to texts or continue to work on projects. That's that's not how that works. (laughs) You have to stop working. So I know that again, I say it's easy. All right. I say it's simple, but it's not easy. Um, and I'm going to, I have a podcast episode coming up about that a little bit later on how to actually stop working at done time. So be sure if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that episode. And I hope that you will try one, two, six, eight, try a bunch of these and see which one really fits for you. Um, if you, pop on Instagram stories, please tag me. I would love to see you kind of trying out your new done time routine and tell me what's going on. And that is all I have for you this week. If you have enjoyed the show, as always, please tell a couple of friends and I would love for you to leave a review on, uh, on iTunes so that more and more people can discover this show. All right, jugglers. I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you next week. People pleasing is so 2020 among hopefully many other things. As we move into a new year, let me help you move into a new you as well. With coaching tailored to your needs, I will help you get over the people-pleasing behaviors that have you feeling done before you've even gotten started. There's so much that you could be doing with so much less effort. Just head over to lizheron.com slash work with me 
and pick the coaching package that works for you. Together, we can reclaim your time and have you crushing your goals in 2021. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to subscribe and share with a fellow juggler. I'm Liz Heron. See you next time.